I, I like Pops, but I always thought of it as a more of a... I'm not going to say it. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I was going to say more of a white people pizza. Um, more of a white <laughs> person cereal. A white people pizza? Yeah, that's kind of white people pizza. <laughs> The 2OC, the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world, Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 25. This episode of 2OC, we talk about swing and a miss, not World Series talk. Halloween is upon us, and is Anton unprepared? I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. <laughs> Anton, so you want to explain to people why you're kind of uh, out of it today? I just got off a plane. Well, again, how, how short was the trip? Uh, It was... Why is my phone going off? Mr. Popular? It was, <laughs> it was a really, really short trip because uh, it was for business and also... I was trying to check out some wedding venues and stuff in California. I knew it. Yep. It's time to get married. Well, you got what, a year, but that year's going to fly by quick? Yeah. It, it, I, I'm pretty sure that it's going to pass by like another year. I mean, it's already like at the end of October. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it was Christmas yesterday. Well, we're recording this the weekend be- right before Halloween. And Mm -hmm. I honestly felt like we were in mid-October still. I know. It's so weird. It feels like it's your birthday this week. Well, yeah, no, seriously. And I woke up and I was like, I was looking through people's Snapchats and stuff like that. And I was like, what's with all these costume parties? I'm like, oh my God, it's the last weekend. I know. Uh, There's quite a lot of people with some really interesting costume ideas this year. I think the whole... um, the whole creativity for people to become what they want to become has broadened. Like, uh, I was at my fiance Julie's uh, cousin's house, and uh, she wasn't home at the time, but uh, Kaylin, she had this costume that she was working on. And I thought she was going to be like, you know, something like a unicorn or, you know, just something simple. Right. It's generic. But she's a. Yeah, but this is not that generic she is a snapchat filter (laughs) (laughs) so basically she's got this um sweater with like rainbows uh on the shirt and you know that snapchat filter where you open your mouth and there's a bunch of rainbows coming out yeah yeah that's what she's gonna be for that's awesome that's way more creative than i was yeah i i don't even know how that was you know even brought upon i don't but that that's pretty cool how old are, how old are they uh she is uh we've been together for 11 years so she is 11 years old wow because i think yeah. my proudest costume for halloween was uh when i was the gold power ranger that was when you were little yeah i'm like little sure yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no i i was probably like yeah seven or eight around there yeah, but uh, was it like a, a costume that you bought somewhere? Yeah, or bought. Did you actually? Okay. It was bought. I, I, yeah, no. I did not have that kind of creativity. And I think that's one thing yeah. the internet is kind of helping kids nowadays is now they can Google it or YouTube and see how easy it is to make stuff. 
Mm-hmm. When we were little, I could not make that stuff because I didn't know. Like I thought you needed to be a professional. You know what's interesting? <laughs> there was a last minute like uh, Halloween thing for me. Like uh, there was a uh, a contest at at Chinese school, and the funny thing was I had two costumes. One of it was I was a cow, and then the second one was a cape with a bunch of like paint splatter all over it. <laughs> like the cow one was okay. That's cool. And it's kind of interesting because my mom made the whole like jumpsuit. Yeah. I don't even know where it is. I, I think I have pictures of it somewhere. So but was it like, it was pretty awesome. What did she, okay. Did she buy like a kid size jumpsuit or was it like a, no, like a no, felt, no, no, like no, a felt no. costume? <laughs> <laughs> no, we we went to Joanne's or Michael's uh-huh. and then bought one of those fabrics that's already been yeah. made. So it's like spots, you know, on there. Okay. So so she brought it home. She just sews it together and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, that's what they want to learn is how to use a sewing machine. Uh huh. But no, like this this year, I want to say mid mid September, I was already asking you like I don't know what I want to be, blah blah blah. I finally decided that I wanted to make the Saiyan armor from Dragon Ball Z. And I just had no time, dude. Like, I, I, any weekend I had free, I, something would come up and I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, so you couldn't be the first Mexican Super Saiyan. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be the first. However, <laughs> I probably would have been the first that didn't try to do, like, a giant wig or something. Would you at least, like, spike up your hair? Yeah, I mean, my hair is long right now, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it could have easily gotten. I don't know, because uh, if I pull my the front of my hair down, it's like almost between my eyebrows. Oh god! So it would have been. That's pretty. I mean, it wouldn't have been like tall, but it would have been pretty. Like it, it would have been apparent that my hair was standing up. Yeah, it'll, it'll be the first stage of Super Saiyan. Yeah. So, okay, you know me. I'm the first one, in in a joking manner. When I see something, I will be the first one to say racist. I don't mean it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of make fun of like the culture we're in now where anything can be misinterpreted as racist or sexist. Yep. Um, Red Book, you know the magazine? They. P- it sounds like a porno magazine. No, dude, no. <laughs> the Red Book is like one of those like, old magazines that was like specifically originally targeted for like housewives. Oh, it was like okay. it was like the Martha Stewart before Martha Stewart. Interesting. Yeah, but like now they 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 they've kind of changed formats a bit. But they recently put out an article about you know you know if kids want to dress up for Halloween, what things to prepare for or what things to look out for. It said if if your kid wants to dress up as Moana or as uh is is it Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog? Yeah. Yeah. And your kid is white, you should not let them dress up as that, and give and instead take that moment to educate your kid that they have privileges that real Tianas and real Moanas would never have. That's something that uh, they want you to tell yes. your kids. Yes, I was so pissed off when I heard the story, and like my coworker mm-hmm. and my friends all agree, they're like. If kids want to dress up as one of these characters, it's because they don't see race. And by which is good right, that that's how it's supposed to I, be. Everybody's 
more equal and more neutral nowadays. I you know I agree, and that's the thing. Like I'm sorry, like if they like, say like they want to dress up, that's fine. Because I mean, mm-hmm. like that—that's them. They—they they like the character them, itself. They don't want to be. Well, I mean, they could want to be Hawaiian or or uh, black, but like they—they—they they like the character. That's like a, I don't know, like a Hispanic girl dressing up as, as Mulan. She's not Asian, but like you know, I mean, it might be confusing for some people, but like that's they—they they like the character. <laughs> they like what the character stands for. They like the character's strength and weaknesses. So. That just, it, it pissed me off, because I'm like, the kids don't see race, and by you talking to them about it, all of a sudden you're introducing race into their lives. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be uh, put upon, because it, it should be the norm, you know? Yeah. The kids should be used to it. Like, um, I, I know somebody over here that uh, <laughs> that doesn't speak English that well, and they just had a kid, and... Over the years, they would teach the kid, like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be around black people. Um, they are gross and stuff like that. Which I'm like, whoa, you can't say that, you know? <laughs> you could, so, you could think it, but you can't say it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, she goes to school, like preschool, and then she sees, like, a black kid. And she's like, ew, black kid, ew, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like, um... Please don't do that. <laughs> you know, it it's I think it's still a cultural type of thing, you know, like people still portray other people um, by race and stuff. But especially in California, because it's so diverse. Yeah, we're getting used to the point where you know everybody is uh, talking to each other like normal person would, you know, yeah. wouldn't be judged by race. And the interesting thing is, in other states, it's not like that. No, it isn't. I, yeah, I I know that in Texas, for example, it's so cru. Okay, I I I know a couple of people there, Asian, mm-hmm. that would use the N word a lot. It is insane how how many times they use the N word. Is it because they're comfortable, or are they using it in a in a bad way? It's like it's like uh um damn. Oh, okay. You know, as an uh, expletive. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it, it's used a lot as a slang in in the South. Mm-hmm. And if we if we said something like that in California, oh my if we God. said something like that in New York, it's a big problem. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I, I guess it's it's a thing in Texas that you know a lot of people don't take lightly because it's being used all the time. Well, I don't know too. Like, I think just like growing up in Orange County, mm-hmm. it was really hard for me to imagine any place that didn't have this mix of like Hispanic, Asian, white, black, Pacific Islander. Mm-hmm. And then I go, yeah, like I'll go to another state or I'll go to like um, out of the country, and it's like, uh, like when I was when I was little, they saw a black person in Mexico. Everybody's like, oh my god, look, it's especially look, it's a negrito. I'm like, so? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And they're like, duh, you don't see them. I'm like, you don't see them here? I'm like, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these uh areas in the US that doesn't have a lot of like a a different um cultural race that are around them, mm-hmm. I I think those are the people that judge races very easily. Yeah. And they need to be around a lot of us, you know. We we need, at the end of the day, 
the whole world needs each other. Everybody needs each other to survive and to push the human race forward. You know, we can't just use race as something that will set us back. Right. We need the Japanese for our entertainment systems. Hey, that's just racist. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where, where did your PlayStation come from, sir? I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, there's the Xbox. <laughs> yes, but you're a PlayStation fan. Admit it. Yeah, that is there true. There you go. And Nintendo. And, uh, yeah. Oh, the Super Mario game just came out, and I haven't got a chance to uh, play it yet. But it is very good. It is 10 out of 10 from what I've seen all across the board. Yeah, I did see that on Entertainment Weekly. Like, it just came out, and it's already on their list of must-dos, must or must the must-list. And uh, uh, someone who played it recently um, did a little video capture mm -hmm. of Mario with the sombrero hat. And he's jumping over the wall. Wow. Oh, my God. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of racist things, um, <clears throat> you, you know how cereal boxes, they have those uh, those like, kind of like games in the back, whatever. Just like so you can like kids can play with as they're as they're eating their cereal. Yeah. Um, so Horn Pops, they made their own like little game in the back. I think I can't remember exactly what it was. But it's like a it's a mall or shopping mall full of of just like corn pop people. Corn pops. Corn pop peoples. Yeah, well some of them are dressed as ninjas, which confuses me. I don't know what the heck the deal with that is. Yeah. There's one specific one that uh, uh, I'll just send you the link to it right now. I want you to tell me which one of these stands out to you the most. And I don't know why there you go. Which one which one of those corn pop people stands out to you the most? The black one. <laughs> Is he black? I thought he's brown. Either way, but yeah, clearly black or brown. It could be either. Either way, yeah, it's the only one that's different out of all of them, and he's yeah. the cleaner. Yeah, at least put the same color, or you know, that's just. I know. I know. I'm like, <laughs> that's just narrowing someone out. Like no one else in there is 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 black or or. Brown. Exactly. It's the only one. And okay, to be fair, the other corn pop people are in ninja costumes. And all you see yeah. all you see is their eyes. So they could be other races. However, the only one you don't the only race you do see is the janitor, which is brown or black, whatever you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought like, oh my god, that's so dumb. <laughs> that 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 is a little odd. <laughs> I I wonder if Kellogg's even said anything about this, or if any oh, anybody ever brought it up to me. No, when when I heard about this story, Kellogg's has already, had already announced that they it was it's it was something that slipped by their radar. They apologize and that they're taking they're, they're taking action to re redo the back box back of the box. Somebody got fired. And that's the thing. <laughs> the, the, this goes through so many like approval levels it's not like some intern mm -hmm. just did it and submitted it it has to go through like one approval they go through their marketing team it goes through the you know their legal department mm -hmm. for whatever reason so it's not just one person that, that just designed it and shipped it off it goes through approval process and nobody yeah. called it out i don't know if i was you know in california and this is something like a, a local cereal box or something yeah i would just find it funny i i, uh, I think it's hilarious but uh, yeah but uh, but i on different levels some people <laughs> yeah on the <laughs> and i i guess you know in a way people would take it very offensively but if you're doing it as as a joke but okay 
I guess Pops is supposed to be a, a serious yeah. uh, type of brand because it's it's such a big it's the, brand. Yeah, it's their staple. It's one of their staple brands. Yeah. I don't know. I I I like Pops, but I always thought of it as a more of a. I'm not gonna say it. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I was gonna say more of a white people pizza. Um, more of a white person <laughs> cereal. A white people pizza? Yeah, that's kind of white people pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. I, don't, I mean, the corn pops is delicious. It just gets they get soggy really fast in milk. But yeah, yeah I'm 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 more of a cinnamon toast crunch type of guy. <laughs> so yeah, I was just laughing at that picture. I, I, I think it, it's an Asian thing because it's cinnamon. Wait, wait, what? Really? Yeah, Asians love cinnamon. Like, uh, we all have, like, different types of spices in uh, in um, Asia. And uh, have you ever heard of the nine spice? No. Yeah, nine spices of chi- uh, China is, uh, one of them is cinnamon. Huh. Yeah. So, Asians love rice pudding, then. Or arroz con leche, as the Mexican people call them. It could be from, um, you know... Uh, from China no, influence. No, no, how Chinese dare you? Influence. How dare you, sir? That is an OG. <laughs> that is an OG Mexican thing. Let us come. Mm-hmm. Let us. Let's both cultures come together and share the rice pudding. So, moving on to a list of winners and losers. Here is what Entertainment Weekly deemed. Actually, do you want to go through the losers first or the winners first? Let's do the losers first, so then we can get to uh, winning. Okay, so these are the shows of that j- either just came out um, this fall or they have their season renewed. Okay. Uh, okay, first off, Megan Kelly from Fox News. I don't watch her. She gets on my nerves, mm-hmm. so that's one thing. Uh, football? Have you watched? Have you besides the the Monday Monday Night <laughs> Football game? Have you seen any games? Besides the Bears games, no, I have not seen anything since. Okay, what about Inhumans? Inhumans, uh, I heard so many mixed reviews on that one. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm kind of, fa- uh, because this is. I'd rather have that series as a movie, but they canceled it and changed it into a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, because it seems like something that you would, um, because uh, I I know there's a lot of characters in there, and especially. Uh, in this TV show, they have a CG dog, and I think it's just too much for them to handle because anything CG that takes a lot of time to make for a TV show, yeah, shouldn't shouldn't be even in there. It, it should be more of a movie. Well, that was the problem with that one show, Terra Nova. Mm-hmm. I love I love the concept, and the the cast was was fun and you know like really good actors, but. The one thing they pro- like when we saw the preview of it at Comic Con, they even mm-hmm. addressed it. Well, we know people are going to be skeptical about having CGI dinosaurs on screen. They think that we're only going to do it for like the the pilot, or if not, they think that the CGI is going to be really bad if we're going to have it throughout the season. But we found a way to make it work. No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like once the T Rex like starts interacting with like real, like real vehicles or whatever, you can see the. You see the the fakeness of it, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, you know what? And when I read that, I was I was confused with the gifted. Oh, the new X Men TV show. Yeah. So Inhumans was more of the ABC setup, right? For from um, uh, Agents of Shield. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
that's ahead of computer. I think they, I think they're getting rid of uh, Agents of Shield too. So, okay, this is this the next one I have not seen. I do not plan mm-hmm. to see, and I instantly think of like Golden Girls, uh, the show Dynasty. Dynasty, yeah. Didn't really hear much about it. Did see some of the previews, but doesn't really uh, appeal to me. It just seems like a soap opera on steroids. Yeah. It should have been a, a regular soap opera during the mornings anyways. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the winners. And I think the first one we'll agree with the good doctor. Oh, yeah. Of course. Hands down. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen this one and I kind of iffy about it because I wasn't into the original, but Will and Grace. Oh, OK. Yeah. Did you watch the original? Yeah, it's funny. It's uh, it's really slapstick, which is great. And you don't really have to watch every single episode. Well, and that's the thing. When I, when I, because Hulu has been airing the preview, not previous, but like, um, trailers for the original series because they, they just added it to their streaming. Mm-hmm. And the comedy just seems very different. Like the the original one seemed more like a sitcom. The new one, yeah, it seems like over the top slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. Like especially the oh, I forgot what his name is. Um. The, the skinny gray one the, the skinny gay, the gay gay guy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he like he's more over the top more of a kind of kind of like a caricature of what a gay person is yep uh, i honestly uh, again i'll probably see the original but i don't know if i want to see the, the new one yeah because the original it's uh, i like that that sitcom type of feel when you watch a a comedy show like that you know yeah like uh they do multiple takes. Uh, they usually laugh at the jokes that they usually try to act out. And they get out the best takes. Yeah. Which is good. You know, like um, like Fuller House, the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't good for the first couple of episodes. But after a couple of episodes in, it starts getting better and better. And... Um, my cousin really got into it. I didn't really get into it, but he's in love with the show and he's happy that they're doing more episodes. On well, that. the thing is that that's always been the show that that's always been that love of comedy. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's fine. It's it's weird seeing him as an adult, as adults acting that way, but that's always been their level of comedy. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, Jimmy Kimball, after 14 seasons, he's still, they're saying that he still doesn't miss a beat. Yeah, he's doing very good this season. Uh, he's really... It shows that he's more responsible for everything that he's doing in the pop culture and, uh, you know, his life. Yeah. And he's really bringing it in very personal this season. Uh, for the past couple of years, there were moments where uh, there was a, a bunch of letdowns because of the things that he said. But he really puts it on the table and... And, and apologizes and, and do whatever he can to fix things, which is very good for uh, a talk show host because we've seen, you know, Dave Letterman, he had he'd been through a lot of mm-hmm. really bad personal things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he brings it back to being a host and a great TV show host. And I think that's what um, Jimmy Kimmel does is he he looks at, the good things that other TV hosts does, and he focuses on those. Yeah, I think you're right. It's he makes it so he's he doesn't just seem like a host. He seems more. He shows his human side. Yeah, yeah, very emotional. Oh, very much. Like I think he, one month he cried like three times on TV. 
Yeah. Again, I haven't seen this mostly because of the the way this was launched. But uh, mm-hmm. Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Okay. Um. So since you're talking about that, I just want to bring in the mix with the Orville. Yes. Okay. I was gonna do the same thing too. Yeah. So people really like both shows. Like they 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 really appreciate you know the Orville with the comedy and everything. Uh, they didn't expect Orville to be that good, but it's very good. And they were expecting Discovery to be really good, but it's okay. Okay, I've heard I've heard similar but different. So I agree okay. with you about the Orville. Mm-hmm. The thing I heard different about Discovery, or at least the the feeling I was getting about Discovery when it was first announced, was that it was going to be a gimmick specifically for CW, and it was going to be kind of like an unforgotten thing. Like it's tied into with the movies, right? No, but I'm saying like it's they're they're making it seem like it was just CBS trying to bring in a big name. To push their their app or their website or their subscription service. A CBS Access. Yeah. Again, it was more like a pleasant surprise when they came out. And it's a really high quality show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another website. I can't remember which one it was. They were talking about... They, they put it simply, Star Trek Discovery is the show we deserve. Uh, the Orville is a Star Trek show nobody asked for. <laughs> It is true. But uh, I, I don't know how to take yeah. it. I mean, I, yeah, I wasn't asking for a Star Trek uh, spoof, but it was still fun. Which, yeah, which it's I, fun. I need to catch up on the latest episode. See, I, I think of the Orville as kind of like a, a Galaxy Quest. Yes, you're right. That is, it is a very Galaxy Quest feeling. And for a movie that it is, I think it is probably one of the best uh, gimmicky movies ever made. Uh, because it, it it deserved to be a world of its own. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that uh, if they had like a whole series of it, there would be a really big fan base. Well, Galaxy Quest is one of those movies that it bombed in theaters. But when it came out, it slowly started getting a following. Yeah. Like I... It's hilarious. I, I, I kept watching the movie over and over again on uh, It has so, so many levels and, in, and hidden jokes in it, too. It's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. R.I.P. To uh, what's his character's name? Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman. But I was trying. I was trying to say his character's name, but I forgot it. <laughs> You're right. It's a very Galaxy Quest vibe to the show. Actually, did you see that? Did you finally give it another shot? For the Orville. For the Orville. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't got a chance to sit down, but I. I am going to. Okay. Watch more of it. Okay. Cool. All right. And the last one on the list. Uh, Riverdale. Riverdale. Okay, so you're, I, I guess your your brother is a big fan of uh, the series. I actually don't know, and the thing is, Riverdale seems like one of those shows I'd be into because I mean I, uh-huh. I like Supernatural. I like the just the, the sci fi world. Archie Comics is one of like, the first comics I read as a kid because that was the only one I was allowed to read. Yeah, but man, like this, I, I haven't checked it out, I, and I know it's streaming everywhere, so I I definitely need to make time for it. Yeah. So, what what was your brother's take on it when he heard about it? Because I know that he's a very big Archie's fan. Well, yeah, because his name is Archie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's again, yeah. that's one reason he liked it too, is because he was a, he mm-hmm. we'd be at the checkout line and he would see his name. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we ever talked about it actually. Okay, I, that should be something you should uh, address with him <laughs> to see if he even watches it. Address with him like he's being punished. Excuse yeah. me, sir. We need to talk. 
I noticed that in your uh, <laughs> streaming history, there is no Riverdale. Mind, mind explaining that to me? Yep. Yeah, because I, I remember him talking about it all the time. He, like, it's one of his favorite uh, comic books. Yeah. Or comics yeah. that he, he, he read. Yeah. Oh. All right. So since we're talking about TV shows, Apple has um, announced that they are going to be doing their, they're going to produce their own TV shows uh, for their uh, Apple iTunes. Oh, so they're going the way of Netflix? They're going the Netflix uh, route, but however, the shows will not have any nudity, violence, or foul language in any of the shows. What's the point then? Uh. They're more family-oriented, so I guess they're trying to find some type of content that they're able to produce that will... Uh, attract the mass well like uh I, I don't know how well they're doing with karaoke i mean carpool karaoke but uh from so far like people actually enjoyed it i sorta enjoyed it some of the episodes are very cringy mm-hmm. but some of them really makes up for it at the very end and i don't know if you've seen the lincoln park episode but i think that was a very good episode enjoyed it i've heard good th- can i've heard good things about yeah, go i've heard good things about it um it's one of those i i don't know I, again chester was one of my favorite singers so i i mm-hmm. think i needed like be ready for it for to watch it yeah yeah I, I think ken jong really gets overboard with some of his jokes but um for this episode of carpool karaoke i think uh they they made a good match with lincoln park nice yeah, uh, it looks like Han was there just for the ride, but he had, it looks like he had a good time, even though he didn't really um, sing much or do much, but he had great laughs. I'm trying to think if he ever sings. I don't think he ever sings. I just see him bobbing his head up and down as, he, uh, as he's behind the turntables. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what this episode is. It's just him bopping his head in the back. Yeah, I, I can't remember the yeah. exact numbers, but like one of the... Kind of like behind the scenes they did for what I think their media or media aura album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Han was being interviewed, and he's all like, "Yeah, I mean, everybody like asks what's it like being the DJ for Lincoln Park. How much work goes into it? And you know what? I would say it's like, you know, ten percent skill and performance, and ninety percent bobbing your head up and down." <laughs> I was like, "Damn." <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! I was like, "Oh, well, that's that's really using the lyrics to its advantage." No, but it's just funny. I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> no, this this is before Fort uh, Fort Minor. That was before. Oh no, way. this is Meteora. Uh, wow, that's crazy. This was a 2004. I want to say we were still uh-huh. in high school. So, anyways, let's talk about um, some of the movie stuff. We haven't really talked about any of the movie stuff to show you how unprepared I am this week. I still read a couple of things that I would like to talk about and uh, Dignation style <laughs> Dignation style um that we found over the internet uh this is a story that's been around for a while we talked about it I think once or twice um you know how Fast and Furious writers are trying to go more of a spin-off uh route yeah with uh, um Hobbs's character and um uh, what's that guy? Jason Statham's character. Um, yeah, I, I, but anyways, both of them. Yeah, both of them are having a spinoff together, and so far, you know, everybody from the Fast and Furious series, 
uh, actor wise would tell them not to do the spinoff because that would totally break the whole movie vibe. Defe- the whole series would be defective. Well, I think Tokyo Drift already did that. <laughs> yeah, but in this case, for example, you know, Hobbs is is uh, hanging out with, you know, the the family killer, oh, okay. which is uh, Jason Jason Statham's character that killed family. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, unless at the very unless end a prequel. Of, maybe, but they're meeting each other now, though they they never really met each other before. And yeah, actually, you're right. It could be Hobbs chasing Statham. Well, uh, character. Not just that, but I'm saying it could also be a prequel to if they give a more history, and then you rewatch the movies that they were in together. It might seem like a, the betrayal is more more deep. Yeah, but uh, you know, Vin Diesel never really planned to have the the story go that route. You know, I think he had a uh, a whole storyline that he wanted kept at mm. and and get into, and a lot of the actors uh, from the movie, like um, Tyrese, he said to The Rock, you know, not to do it, not to do the spinoff movie. Maybe finish all of these movies, then do the spinoff, because he he, I think there was something with the storyline that they were gonna do mm-hmm. that's gonna change the whole storyline. So yeah, I have a feeling that's what it is. Well, Tyrese has been very vocal to the the fellow cast members. Oh yeah, um, about like yeah. I, I think talking back to the how about the Rock or yes, and, the Rock. Yeah, there was a video where um the Rock was dissing. Tyrese's new album, which is like four years ago. Yeah, no, but this is more related to. I forgot what it was. It has to do with the filming. I think the, the Rock took another project or something like that, and Tyrese is like you're 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 delaying or you're delaying the next movie. You're messing with the fam. Blah blah blah. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I'm like, oh, dude, like Tyrese is not is not broke. He should not be. It's really tough because. Not a lot of uh, sources are telling us exactly what the whole story is about, but I mean, it's it's bringing up a lot of buzz, you know, about the whole spiel of negative negativity on it. Well, and that's the thing too. I'm a little bit skeptical because you know how there's drama between the between Vin Diesel and The Rock over the poster. Mm-hmm. Like even even in the poster, they weren't in the same uh, number uh, letter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm wondering if like they saw how much the attention that got, so Tyrese mm-hmm. is like, "Whoa, let me start a let me start a beef with somebody on the cast, and mm-hmm. put it out on social media." Yeah, because again, is Tyrese really falling into the whole the the family thing so much that he's mentioned it in the in his post? You know, the whole series itself is very important to some of the actors in this franchise because of, you know, Paul Walker. Mm. You know, this is this is uh, um, kind of like a sacred ground for all of these actors who's been together for the last, you know, um, decade or so. You're right. It can be more personal. Yeah, it's very personal. Mm. Uh, it's I don't think it's just Tyrese, but, you know, um, uh, Chris Morgan, who is um, 
Ludacris also said the same thing, but very vaguely, you know. Uh, but anyways, other news on Fast and Furious is um, for um, this, the ninth installment, they're going to have Justin Lin come back to the director's chair, which I'm very happy about. We've had some really good, great action sequences from him, and uh, I can't really uh, say enough that we need more of that. You know, more of those crazy stunts that we love so much. The past two films um, wasn't really done in his vision okay uh the last one was f gary gray and then the one before that was um james wan which which james wan had a really difficult time working with the the movie because of you know um brian o'connor not being brian o'connor throughout you know half the movie so i i think there would have been more action sequences with paul walkers um on set oh that's true but I mean, he dealt with it uh, in a very good fashion. So yeah. props to him for that. But Justin Lin coming back. Uh, another person coming back is Jordana Brewster. Oh, Jordana. Yeah. So I don't know how the whole Brian O'Connor character is going to do in this film. Because if she's coming back, his character has to come back too. But I guess if, the, if his character comes back, it's probably going to complete the whole series. Because this is the last movie. Um, Jordana. Okay, so as a personal note, <clears throat> Jordana Brewster has has been one of those actresses that at first I didn't think she was attractive, and then slowly I was like, "Yeah, kind of is." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. "She has won me yeah, over over time." Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so does that wrap us up? I think that wraps us up, right? Really, we're we're already past our time already. I think so. I think we got so caught up in the whole Halloween stuff that. <laughs> Okay, well, I got one more thing about movies I want to talk about since it's Halloween also, too. Sweet. Um, Give it to me. I guess this is more of a Halloween episode after Halloween. Give it. So it's a Halloween wrap-up. Give it to me, Anton. Okay, so we've been a big fan of Shaun of the Dead, right? Yep. So recently, we got Simon Pegg behind the pen and paper writing some new things that he would like to do with Shaun of the Dead. And I think this is an awesome idea uh, on what he's trying to uh, pen down on paper. And it is Shaun of the Dead with vampires. Uh, okay, I see. So he's doing kind of Ash vs. the Army of Darkness. Like the... Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Campbell kind of kind of stuff. Like he wants to do like another series like that. Exactly. So this is going to be a sequel to Shaun of the Dead, but with vampires. Hmm. And <laughs> this is just really slapstick funny. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. There hasn't been... A whole lot that he said about it but it, he said it's uh nearly finished and and probably edgar wright is gonna direct it again i was about to say because okay spoiler alert even though it's been i think 12 years since Shaun of the dead doesn't Shaun mm-hmm. of the dead end with uh the apocalypse uh, i can't remember I, because I, no i i remember the end of it was um People who still had their zombie oh, that's best right. friend or anything, yeah. they can still have them, but they have to be chained up. And yeah, stuff. they were like pets. And You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I think I was mixing up with one of his other movies, which I will not say. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's interesting. Uh, um. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's the other movie. Yeah, the other one. The one yeah. where the world ends. Yeah. 
Okay, so besides... Okay, so the first one was zombies. He wants to do a second one, vampires. So I'm assuming the third one would be werewolves? Hey, that, maybe. I'm trying to... <laughs> it's a trilogy. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think what like what the other monster would be. It's interesting because uh, they already said this uh, that Shaun of the Dead is already part of a trilogy, which is the Cornetto trilogy, which is where uh, Hot Fuzz... Shaun of the Dead and uh, End of the World, which is the movie that you were talking about earlier, yeah. uh, where those three were a trilogy, but a Cornetto trilogy, as in like every single uh, movie had a reference to the ice cream Cornetto in the UK. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how this falls into that. Maybe it's just a, a, a separate thing, but more Cornetto. I heard it's really good ice cream. I have never tried it, but you're right. I have heard it. I think Top Gear has talked about it. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up now. All right. If people want to help you get some Cornetto ice cream, how can they do that? They can help us by giving us money and buying us a ticket so we can go to the UK. Well, that's, yeah, that's, it's a multi-phase investment. Yeah. But anyways, if we're in the UK, we're going to need to get some beer. So if our fans would like to help us, they can go to www.thetoc.com. And click buy us a beer button. So that way we can have cold beer. Yay. Wait, is it cold beer or is it the warm beer that they have in the UK? I think it's warm or room temperature. Room temperature. As they would say, the best way to have beer. Which I I think considering their weather can get really cold during the winter, um, Mm -hmm. that that might be normal. (laughs) That might be normal normal temperature beer. Yeah. And also you can get uh, t-shirts and stickers on our store. So be sure on to be on the lookout for that. And if there's anything that we talked about on the show that you would like to purchase from Amazon or anything, we'll put it in the show notes and it'll be an affiliate link. So it would help us out a little bit, just a little bit. A little bit helps. All right. Mm-hmm. And if you can reach, if you want to reach out to us, you can send us an email to mail at the com, And you can also follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the 2OC for each of those. Anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, Anton, go get some rest. Not really resting. (laughs) It's still going to be going for another couple hours. (laughs) You're going to crash tonight. Yep. All right, guys. Have a good one. Later. Wait. What? Did we see our names? Oh, damn it. No. For the 2OC, I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. (laughs) Ha, nailed it. Totally. Totes. (laughs) 